Welcome to the IMTS Monthly Podcast Series, brought to you by the International Manufacturing Technology Show 2016. All right, and with that, I will start us off. Good morning, everybody. My name is Rochelle Muckle. I'm the Exhibitions Operations Coordinator here at AMT, um, and we are you're getting ramped up for IMTS 2014. It has been very crazy around here. So Yeah, we're less than three months. Yes, we are. I cannot believe it. Wow. I know. It is it is getting time getting ready for that time. So, <laughs> it's getting ready for that time. It is. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for joining us this morning. We really appreciate it. Um we have a great webinar today. Everybody at our company was very excited for this one because direct mail kind of goes, you know, under the radar. And, I mean, I look at my mail every day. So it's, it's a very great marketing tool that is lost these days. But before we get into that, I have a few announcements to make. Um, I just wanted to let everybody know that we have selected our 3D car design. So just in case you guys have not heard, we've been having a contest. Um, through Local Motors, and basically we are building a car on the show floor again this year. This time this car is going to be um, a car made strictly with additive parts, so it's very, very exciting. Yeah, it's going to be, it, you know, it was very fun in 2012 to watch Local Motors build that car. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and then drive it off on the, lap, on the last day. Um, but this time, 3D printing a car? Yes. Holy cow, that ought to be very cool. Yes, it should be very cool. Because, you know, the 3D printers are only this big, so we have to print, like, little tiny stuff and just plug It's yep. like it'll be a big jigsaw puzzle, right? Yeah, it'll be a big puzzle. Mm -hmm. It'll be definitely a sight to see. Yes. So yes. definitely go out, check out um, the new design on our website. I'll post the link below in the chat. Um, and then also, just a reminder, our conference reg as well as our attendee reg is open, so if you guys haven't registered, let's get to it. Yes. <laughs> yes, and speaking of registering, also housing. Housing is flying these days. We are, we are very, um, I think right now currently we are in the same numbers for housing as we were at the 2012 show. So if you have not booked a room yet, please do so. It means we're going to run out pretty soon. Yes, we're going to run out pretty soon. I hope I have a room. Yes, you will. <laughs> I hope you do. I hope I have one, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. All right, and lastly, um, we are ramping up our IMPS blog, so that's also on our website, and I'll put the link below. Please check it out. We have some new articles, um, and if you're not looking at that, I'm sure you guys are getting our IMPS Insider, so just keep checking out these things. Um, we are, you know, three months away from the show, so we're definitely putting in some key information in those things. Great. And with that, I will turn it over to our marketing gunslinger, Steve Miller. Thank you, Rochelle. Thank you very much. You're and uh, and I have to ask you, what is that sound in the background? I am sorry for that sound. It is my air conditioning. It's it your is, air conditioning? It's very humid here. You know, we, we had a tornado warning yesterday. So oh, yeah. It's stormy and raining, so it's hot, and I have the air conditioning on, and I'm sorry for the sound. Oh, it sounds like a, like a machine gun or, so, you know, or a printer or something like that that's just printing. I just assumed you were printing away all kinds of direct mail pieces. Like. Yes, I am. <laughs> I definitely am. Well, I'm going to log off now, so okay. everybody enjoy the webinar. 
Thanks, Thanks Michelle. See you. Bye. Bye. Um, so anyway, thank you very much, everybody, for joining us again for our monthly uh, um, IMTS EDU uh, attendee webinar. And as uh, Rochelle said, I certainly hope that you have registered for the show. If you haven't, then uh, make sure you get out there and do that. Um, I'm going to do a couple of quick housekeeping things, of course. Number one is that uh, you can, uh, if you have difficulty hearing me on your computer or something like that, you know I've got that uh, uh, the phone number over there on the uh, on the screen for right now. It's going to come off here in a minute, but uh, <clears throat> and and the code so you can call in and listen. Uh, and uh, we are recording this, always recording this, uh, and then we will be posting it on the uh, IMTS. Um, you know, .com website. If you go in there, you can look. You can look at all the past uh, webinars that we've had, as as a matter of fact. But we'll have that up uh, in the next uh, day or so. And uh, and also, I'm going. I'm trying something a little bit different uh, today, this morning. Uh, and you'll notice down below that I've got a chat box set up. Normally, I have a, a Q and A box set up. <clears throat> and when I have the Q and A box set up. And you type in some, you type in a question. I'm the only person who sees the question, but but uh, with a number of my other clients, and uh, and all my own, and when I do my own personal webinars, I've been I've been uh, using chat boxes lately, and uh, and people seem to like it a lot, where they're able to you know make you know they can make they can post questions, and sometimes other people have responses to those questions. And I'm, I mean, obviously, I'm happy to answer your questions as well. And I will be monitoring that and looking for questions uh, from you. So feel free to ask that at any time uh, during the session. And, uh, and finally, last, last but not least, um, I have a, uh, <clears throat> you'll notice I'm kind of, I kind of clear my throat a little bit and uh, might start coughing a little bit. I had bronchitis last week, and my voice is still a little bit, uh, a little bit hoarse. So uh, if you notice me drinking something or pulling out my chlorine. <laughs> you know, that, if I pull that out, you know I'm in trouble. But anyway, so uh, thanks very much again. We're, let's get let's get rocking and rolling. Want to make sure that everybody knows this is brought to you by IMTS 2014. And uh, we want to make sure that you are registered and come and see me there. I'm actually thinking about having some kind of a meetup or something uh, with everybody kind of who over the month, you know, I've had, I've had well over a thousand people, uh, you know, attend these 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 webinars, and uh, uh, and I'm thinking about doing something like that. So if you have any comments about that, let me let me know. Um, so let's rock and roll. Let's get right into the topic of direct mail. Now you know, last month, uh, if you were here last month, you know I talked about email marketing and how to use email, uh, you know, more effectively. And um, you, you know, and because certainly email is kind of the default tool that everybody wants to use in marketing today and uh, and the real reason the real very simple reason is that it's just uh, it's just so easy to use and of course we think it's free uh, and uh, you know and and while email can certainly be an extremely effective tool uh, and uh, and if you go back and watch if you didn't didn't see the webinar go back and watch it uh, and use some of the tips that I gave you in there, it can, it can be a very, very effective tool. The fact is that it, it is also, because it's so easy to use, because it's free, it is just over-abused. It's just over-abused. I mean, you think about it, you know, how many, uh, um, you know, emails did you get today? How many emails have you, have you received so far today? And, 
you know, and you go in, you open up your, you, you turn your computer on or something like that, and it's like your inbox has, you know, 400, you know, uh, unread, unread emails or something. And uh, that, that can be very, very frustrating. But at the same time, you know, keeping up with social media updates. Again, social media, the tool that, that uh, you know, that, that, that bright, shiny object out there that, uh, um, you, you know, all the pundits and, and Internet people are saying, you've got to be on social media, you've got to be on social media. And um, so that's what we do. We go out on social media and we try to keep up with all the updates uh, on, on there. But there are so many tools in social media that, you know, we're tearing our hair out trying to figure out, okay, how do we really use this and how do we stay up on all this stuff? Um, you know, is it easy to stand out using email despite the fact that it's easy to use? Well, you know what? Mm, not really. You know, you, you know you're, you're part of a list is, is what you are. You're part of a list. And, and, you know, when we go in and we take a look at our email inbox, uh, <clears throat> you know, what, what makes us open an email? You know, we talked about this last, you know, last month, and there, there, you know, the, the number one reason why people open an email is because the email is from somebody that they know, and then they're saying, okay, oh yeah, hey, Steve sends me an email. I like, I like Steve, so I'm going to open his email. After that, then we start to look at it from a perspective of, okay, all right, well, who's it from? Well, okay, I don't recognize that person. Okay. And, and one big mistake that companies make with emails, they often send the emails from companies, not from people. And, uh, you know, think, think it, for some reason, you know, marketers, uh, you know, get hit with what I call the dumb stick uh, because we think that we are businesses doing business with businesses, and we are not. We are people doing business with people. That's what we are. And so... Um, so sometimes, you know, we'll look at the name, and if, if we don't know them, but maybe we recognize it, we'll sometimes open it. But more importantly, if it's, not, if, it, if it's from somebody that we don't know, we look at the subject line. But we, but we look at it very, very briefly. I mean, you take a look at, you know, I mean, this is just a part, you know, a screenshot of part of a page, you know, that I could say I could, you know, and I'm just going to buzz right through this thing. And I might miss somebody. On there, but imagine if you were right there, you know, like a, if you were Robin Robbins and you're sending that, you know, do you provide IT services, you know, to, to uh, medical entities? Um, you know, I might miss that, right? Because because it's still from from a visual perspective, it still looks the same as everybody else's, you know. So, and is it easy to find prospects and customers in social media? And the answer is no, it's not easy because there are so many social media tools out there, you know that um, you know we know they're in there somewhere. You know, I've often I've often said that you know people will tell me, <clears throat> well, we have to be on Facebook because there are two billion people on Facebook, and uh, and we go, well, okay, yeah, there are two billion people on Facebook. That means that probably your prospects are on there somewhere, right? But how do you find them? How do you find them? And it's not that simple. You can do it, but it's not that simple. However, think back to yesterday when you got your mail. Were you able to look at all your snail mail? The answer is, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, you were able to look at all your snail mail for a whole bunch of reasons. I mean, not the least of which is the fact that people seem to think that mail is not, good, is not a good marketing tool anymore, when it's probably the best marketing tool, that, or, or I should say the second best, because face-to-face -face is always the best. Um, you know, but if you can't be face-to-face, and direct mail can be 
very, very effective. So you see, you were able to go through your mail yesterday. Now, despite the fact that you may have taken your mail and and uh, and done what you know what is known in the marketing world as stand as, as the AB pile, where essentially when you get your mail, you go stand over the trash can and you start flipping through the mail, right? And you say, okay, this is this is good. I'll save this. This one, well, this is junk. Right into the right into the trash, and that's what we do: is we call out our mail, M much like what we do with the email. But the difference is, the ver the the big difference is is that we at least see the mail, and we get to make a decision on that individual piece of mail while we're holding it in our hands. Okay, now if that piece of mail clearly has no interest to you, then it's going to go in the trash can. And so obviously that's something that you have to pay attention to as a marketer, is that you have to make sure that when you are sending something to somebody that, they, that it is something that they want to get or something that they might be interested in getting. And it's a lot, a lot the same as email, but, <clears throat> but think about the pile. I mean, did you get 400 pieces of mail yesterday? No, you didn't. You know, but you may have gotten, you know, you may have gotten that, many, that many emails. So why is snail mail such a great tool for marketers. Now, <clears throat> you know, with email, one of the things, well, I'll just, let's just jump right in here. Okay, number one, it does get open. Now, I'm going to show you something. Now, now, here's an example, okay? Now, this, now, every month, I have a newsletter that goes out. It's a real newsletter. It's not an email newsletter. It's not a, it's not a, a virtual newsletter or, some, or, or anything like that. It's a real, you know, three-dimensional newsletter, and I mail this out to my subscribers every single month and it goes out in an orange envelope like this now <clears throat> last month i was at i was in chicago for a uh, um, for the sweets and snacks expo um, where some of my you know some of my uh, corporate clients were also exhibiting there mars and and uh, hershey's and those guys um, excuse me while i drink some water i said my throat is I'm losing my voice again <clears throat> but we'll we'll make it through um, and more than once, more than once, as I as I went in and I saw a client uh, of mine, more than once they would say, "Hey, it's the it's the man who sends the orange envelope, right?" Because and and because when my orange envelope lands on their desk in the pile of the rest of the mail, you know, they always see the orange envelope, and so it always gets opened. Now, an interesting statistic that came from the Direct Mail Information Service uh, last year was a, they, they, um, uh, a study of theirs showed that over three quarters of direct mail is open, okay? And while 63% of it, you know, the people read the, read the contents of, of that mail piece. So, uh, so just the fact that you get it opened, which is the number one job, right? The number one job of any marketing tool is to get your attention and go to the next step. <clears throat> that's what that is. That's what that's all about. So, like with email, as I talked about last month, the number one job of when an email lands in somebody's inbox, if they don't open the email, well, nothing else is going to happen, right? If they don't open the email, they're not. They will never see the email. And if you are an exhibitor at a trade show, like at IMTS, for example, if they don't stop in your booth. Nothing happens, right? You follow what I'm saying? So I often tell exhibitors, you know, when they're using pre-show promotion, you know, or pre-show communications, 
the very first thing they need to do is they need to get their prospects to commit to stopping in their booth. You know, don't, don't worry about selling your products. Sell the stop. So the same thing applies with, with mail, is that you can, you can do things with mail that will encourage people to open up uh, the, the envelope or the box, whatever the pieces that you send them. And you can do it much easier than you can with email or any other electronic media, any other, anything online. Uh, one of the things that I like about it <clears throat> is that I can reach the hard-to-reach people. Now, I want you to think about this for a second, that there are people out there that you might want to communicate with and you say, gee, wish I, I, I wish I could get an email to them. You know? or, or you try to call and they have a gatekeeper or something like that. You know, direct mail can reach those people. You know, when you think about uh, a, a great example was that uh, um, one time I was uh, trying to get an appointment with a, uh, a president uh, of a major company um, several years ago. And you know, I was thinking, how, how, can I get the, how can I get this person's attention uh, so that I can get an appointment? With him, and I, I try, you know, I called and I called, and uh, you know, I sent faxes and I sent emails. I mean, I did everything that I could to get get a response. I got no response, and I couldn't get past the gatekeeper. Well, I was sitting at an airport, uh, you know, I think I was in LAX airport, flying somewhere, and I was, I happened to look up and I saw one of those those flight insurance, the travel insurance uh, kiosks, and it hit me, and I thought, oh, there you go. So I went and I bought some flight insurance. I made him the beneficiary, and then I mailed it to him with a note that said, thinking of you, you know, and, and put, popped it in the mail to him, and I got a call within, you know, six days from his office saying that he would, he would, uh, he would meet with me, and, he, he, I, and, you know, the joke was that when I showed up to see him, of course, I said, I said no, I'm not really sure you're happy to see me, <clears throat> but he he said, man, that was really really creative. And he said he said so uh, he said I had I had to uh, say yes at that point. So you see, you can do stuff with email uh, with, with mail you cannot do with email. You cannot do with social media. You cannot do uh, with with other types of, of marketing. You can do things. You can be very very creative with uh, with direct mail. Um, <clears throat> you know, I call it the show up alone. Um, you know, opportunity because you know the orange envelope showing up. There are no other orange orange envelopes in the uh, you know in in the mail for people. And uh, and my my competition doesn't use doesn't use direct mail. So essentially, when I am showing up in their mailbox, I'm showing up alone. That's what I'm doing. <clears throat> the next thing is what I call the power of the opposite. And the power of the opposite is that essentially. You know, when everybody says, when the pendulum is swinging one direction, so like right now, you know, these, these last few years, you know, everybody is saying, oh, you have to use email. Oh, you have to use social media. Well, it, you know, as from my perspective as a marketer and trying to be a smart marketer is that the opportunity is always at the other end. <clears throat> the op is, is at the other end. And, uh, uh, you know, because that's where the gap is, all right? When, when, um, you know, for, for example, when the big, uh, big three, uh, the big three, yeah, I guess the big three, um, you know, beer companies, Anheuser Busch, Coors, Miller, you know, when they were gobbling up all these smaller breweries, and everybody was saying, oh gosh, we're going to end up with just three 
uh, companies who supply beer, well, guess what? Guess what that did? It opened up a complete opposite, you know, at the other side of the pendulum, it totally opened up for micro microbrews. And, uh, you know, and look how big they are now. So, you see, that's, that's, that's how the pendulum works. You know, you can laser beam into, uh, in, instead of, you know, one of the, uh, you know, and I, I consider it to be a real uh, shiny object syndrome that, that a lot of marketers fall into is the idea that, that with a push of the button, I can, write, I can write one email, and with a push of a button, I can send it out to 10,000, 100,000, a million people. And, you know, and it basically costs me nothing if I do that. Now, you know, it's not entirely true, but... But, but that's kind of how we see it. And we think that we're being really, really good marketers when we do that. When the fact is, is that laser beaming on somebody, you know, picking out that president that I want to go see, you know, I, with direct mail, I can find somebody much easier via direct mail. I can laser beam on one person or, let's say, for example, 100 people. And I can say, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to target 100 prospects out there who are really, really good prospects for me, and I'm going to go after them with a vengeance. And direct mail would be the best way to, to, to get them. And you can use direct mail to set up the next step in the relationship building process. Does, is the next step is, is, is it um, a phone call? Is it a face-to-face uh, -face meeting? Do you want them to go to a particular web page, a landing page, and have them uh, download uh, 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 you know, uh, an audio or something like that. You know, what do you want them to do? You can you can set all of that up in mail, and uh, uh, you know, and so you know that makes mail very very powerful. And of course, the you know the Can Spam Act. You know, we have to be we have to be very very wary of this. That when we are sending out emails, that according to the law, according to the Can Spam Act, uh, we have to be able to prove a relationship with the people we send our emails to. And, uh, and if, you know, if somebody wants to go after you and they say, I don't have a, you know, you don't have a relationship with me. I don't know where you got my email address. You know, I don't know what, I don't know why you're doing this. They can, they can file a complaint with the federal government. And if the federal government decides that they want to come after you, then they can, they can fine you up to $10,000 per incident. And, uh, and, you know, you completely avoid that by by using direct mail. So, so you know, I, I don't I don't think that anybody argues with the idea that direct mail is very very strong and very very powerful. But you know, how do you use it? Now, number one, I want to say that that I also do not see direct mail from a mass a, necessarily a mass mailing perspective. That while you can do that. Uh, for me, I am much more of a target marketer, but I'm a target marketer no matter what tool I use. You know, if I am uh, if I'm an exhibitor at IMTS, and I and there are a hundred thousand people walking through the show at IMTS, I don't have a hundred thousand prospects walking through the show, uh, and and I can use a tool like uh, if you're not familiar with MT Insight, uh, we did a program on it a couple days ago. Uh, um, um, and uh, you should check it out. I mean, MT Insight is amazing, and, and uh, 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 
you know, if I can use a tool like like MT Insight going to show like IMTS, I can focus, I can laser beam, I can find out of that hundred thousand, I could find say the five hundred people or the two hundred the two hundred people that are most important to me, and I can get their their mailing address, and then I can use that to go after uh, go after them, uh, you know, for the show to say, okay, I really want you to come in and see me at the show. So there are certain types of mailing that I prefer over just you know the mass bulk bulk mail you know like say the self mailers that sometimes we do I mean one of the one of the um, laughable things that I think is is funny about marketers is that sometimes marketers really really um, drop the ball when it comes to thinking like their customers uh, you know my my we see this a lot with companies where they'll uh, uh, and unfortunately, I mean, I used to do this too. I fell into this trap myself back in the old days when I had a, you know, a real job. Uh, and you know, we would we would say, oh, we, you know, we should do a marketing campaign, right? And let's do a let's do a direct mail marketing campaign. And well, let's go out and we'll rent, you know, let's get a list of five thousand names or ten thousand names or something like that. And it might be that we'll say, okay, we get we get you know five thousand labels, right? We get five thousand labels. We say, all right, let's design a brochure to send out to people. And then, but then we get into talking about the cost of mailing and the cost of the brochure and printing and stuff like that. We say, well, maybe we shouldn't. You know, we don't need an envelope. What if we, what if we create a self mailer? You know, what if we make it an eight by you know, eight by eleven, you know, eight and a half by eleven or eleven by seventeen or something like that? And we'll tri fold it and uh, you know and staple it or, or or tape it or something like that. And then we'll put the label on. Okay, of course. And then, and then, of course, we use bulk mail, right, to send this stuff out. And we put this stuff together, and then we send it out, right? And then we pat ourselves on the back. And we say, "Wow, aren't we smart marketers? Because we just did, you know, I just sent out five thousand pieces of mail." It's not really any different than hitting that button that says "click send" with email. But you see, what happens then is that we then go get our own mail. All right, we take off that marketer's hat, and we go get our own mail that day. And we again stand over the trash can, right? And we start flipping through, and oh, here's a uh, eight and a half by eleven trifold self mailer, and it's got a label on with my name, and oh, it's it's got a bulk mail indices in the, you know in the in the corner. And for the most part, we look at that, and we go, junk mail, goes right into the trash, right? But we think, but as marketers, we thought we were really smart. And that's one of the mistakes that marketers tend to fall into. And they fall into that with all tools, all tools, not just direct mail and not, not with the email. Is that we, we tend to think in terms of giant, we want to go to, if we hit, the more people we hit, uh, um, the, the better off we are. It's sort of like throwing against the wall, something's going to stick eventually. When, if you're a target marketer, you might take the same budget that you would have spent on the 5,000 piece, you know, self-mailer, uh, and you know, laser beam target 250 people. You spend the same amount of money, but your odds are going to be much, much better. So, so let me take you through the different types of direct mail that I personally have used. I've used with clients of mine, and they this stuff really, really works. But it's a laser beam approach. Okay, it really is you know a target market approach using direct marketing. Number one is fat mail. Fat mail, you know, fat mail, fat mail is awesome because if you mail somebody even just a personal letter, if you just if you mail them a sales letter, for example, and you do a nice job of writing a sales letter, well, obviously, job number one, like I said, we got to get the envelope opened, right? Well, you know, and we've all seen this, you know, we'll get these we'll get these envelopes, you know, and there's something inside. 
there's something inside there that that uh, and and we go, what is it? What is it? There's 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 a gift in there for me. I have to see what that is. And you know, one of one of my all-time most successful campaigns was I did a uh, a mailing uh, to I think I think it was you know 200 uh, different trade associations, and I included a five-cent sugar daddy in the mailing. And I had I had something like a a 39% response rate of people who responded back to me after that. And uh, because, number one, they opened it up, and I made the letter kind of a quirky, funny letter that had to do with the five-cent sugar daddy, and uh, and it was a tremendous success. And I have used that same exact uh, type of mailing of using things like you know five-cent sugar daddies uh, in there because people say, i got to open this up. So fat mail can be very, very powerful. But again, I'm not going to mail it out to 5,000 people. I mean, you can if you've got that budget. Most of us don't. Most of us don't have that. Um, a secret weapon that I have, greeting cards, is really powerful. Now, number one, again, the idea that uh, we, the, our first job is to get it opened because we can't get people to look at our message until they open up the envelope. And uh, greeting cards, boy, I'll tell you what, you get a greeting card in the mail, it doesn't matter who it's from, doesn't matter you know, what it says, if it might not even have a return address in it, uh, but if you get a greeting card in the mail, you're going to open that up. And there are many uh, tools on the Internet, there are diff different companies on the Internet that provide you with the opportunity to customize uh, um, greeting cards. So, like for example, I've you know I have clients like here at the NTEA, which is the National Truck Equipment Association. You know when when uh, they will they will do mailings to get people to renew their membership, and then the people who do renew their membership get a get another card that says thank you for renewing your membership. And so they can customize the front. You know here's the front of another card. You know that we did uh, a while back that uh, uh, showed a lot of the companies and associations that I have spoken for, and we used this, and it was very, very successful. Uh, let, me, let me share with you a really good example of how strong something like a greeting card can be. Um, I wanted to have, I wanted to get an appointment with a fellow named Joe Edwards. And Joe Edwards owns a uh, hotel in St. Louis in an area that's called The Loop. And he owns this hotel, it's called the Moonrise Hotel. He also owns a restaurant that's called Blueberry Hill, and the restaurant is is you know nothing big and fancy or anything like that. It's you know it's kind of a burger burger joint, fun fun great place to go to take the family. It also has a uh, theater inside. Joe is an avid um, uh, music music fan, and Blueberry Hill he very often would have Chuck Berry come and play play at. Uh, why he called it Blueberry Hill because he was a huge, huge fan, and um, and I wanted to, I wanted to meet this guy. I wanted to talk to this guy, and I could not get anywhere with him at all. And my wife, who was running my office at the time, came up with a great, great concept. And and what she did was she she tracked down a picture of Joe on the internet, and then she sent him a card. She sent him a greeting card, and when he opened the greeting card, it said, you know, wanted. And on the inside, she, her message was, "Hey, Joe, you know, we really want to be able to uh, to, to talk with you, and we hope that you'll, uh, uh, you know, give Steve the time to be able to do that." When Joe got this, he he immediately had his assistant.
assistant call our office, and he said, "I've never had anybody send anything so creative." He said, "That's very, very cool." You know, I'm glad I'm. You know, and we ended up talking. We ended up uh, doing doing what uh, doing a little business, and and it was great. But it was a greeting card that got that. It was something in the mail. You can't send an email. Can't get through through the gatekeeper. That's that worked the best. Personal letters are always very, very powerful. Uh, you know, to to send out even as business tools because, uh, in, in fact, this is something that works all the time. I mean, uh, you know, that, that um, attendees will tell us, you know, when they go to a trade show that, that, you know, one of the best tools that an exhibitor can send them ahead of time to get their attention is a personal letter. Well, that's true because it's always something, you know, if we send out a personal letter, now think about this, if we send out a personal letter that has, uh, you know, it, it's fat mail along with it, uh, then, you know, they're going to they're gonna open it up. But I want you to notice something about this letter, okay? About this particular envelope here, okay? Number one is that it appears to be handwritten. I mean, we know we can get uh, fonts that look like handwriting, all right? And we all know when we get an envelope like that uh, that it's probably a font. But it still impacts how we perceive this letter, right? <clears throat> um, it's personally addressed. It doesn't say, you know. Dear, uh, um, you know, shop owner or something like that. You know, it, it, or uh, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, it, the old occupant, you know, that used to be in there, uh, that type of thing. A little bit of teaser copy, maybe. You don't always have to have that, but really, really important is that first class stamp up in the corner. That's really, really important. I know it's cheaper to send something bulk mail, but when we get something that says bulk mail on it, that has the bulk mail stamp in the corner. We know that it's been sent out to a thousand people, you know, and uh, so and and so the perception is very very strong, right there. So the idea and and if you can personal, you know, uh, you know, handwrite the uh, you don't have to handwrite the letter, but if you can uh, handwrite the uh, the address on it, that that is even that is even more powerful. What about overnight? What about using something like like FedEx? Well, this this of course is you know gra grabs people's attention if you if you can uh, if you send something like that because it's like okay this is urgent this is really important somebody's sending me something by FedEx or UPS overnight or something uh, and so I better take a look at this and certainly if you have a prospect who is really really important to you and I've had them too where uh, you, you know and I will send <clears throat> something to people overnight to get their attention. Now, by the way, just a little off note here. Um, I'm sure some of you do know this, but if you don't, just just in case, there's a little subliminal message in the FedEx logo for everybody with that little arrow in there. Uh, and uh, not everybody knows about that, but uh, just thought I'd point that out out to you. But you know what? You don't have to use FedEx. You don't have to spend the money on FedEx to get a similar impact. You know, you can buy envelopes that that are like this. You know, these are big, you know, they're the cardboard envelopes just like the FedEx envelope is, you know, but it says rapid delivery urgent and you can just mail it by regular mail and uh, you know, costs a lot less, you know, for, you know, like like 2 bucks in the mail versus the uh, you know, 15 20 bucks to send something by uh, by FedEx. But again, it grabs that urgency. It's, it, it arrives alone, so, so to speak. You know, it's, uh, you know people will, will open, open that up. And then, and then the last thing that I like to do 
when I'm really trying to grab people's attention. Uh, and and this, this is used in a number of different uh, industries, uh, is, is what is known as the shock and awe package. Again, you're looking for people. Uh, you know, what I would do is I would send, if I'm looking for uh, customers, uh, and if I'm in an industry, gosh, you mean like the manufacturing technology industry, where the average customer is going to spend a lot of money. It's going to spend a lot of money. I mean, you think about it, uh, you know, how much money your average customer spends with you in a lifetime. It's, you know, for a lot of you, it's big. It's big bucks uh, is how much they spend. And you know, the more they spend with you, I mean, if you're getting into the five figures, six figures, maybe higher of what a customer can possibly spend with you over a, over a lifetime, then that also gives you the opportunity to spend more money to capture people. And instead of spending it to go blast out to you know, 5,000, 10,000, 100,000 people, take that same type of money and go target an audience and maybe through a two-step, you know, very often in direct mail, you use a two-step mailing process where, you know, I might send out a personal letter, uh, fat mail or something like that with a response card or, or, or a URL or something that they can respond to and say, go here, because if you're interested in this, you know, go here, give us your contact information, and we'll send you a package that includes everything. You know how, like, if you go, if you watch the infomercials for uh, Nautilus equipment, you know, workout you know, equipment, things like that, if you know when you call in, uh, or P90X or something, when you call in to the 800 number, or when you go to the website that they ask you to go to, and you give them your contact information, really what they're doing is it's a two-step marketing process where they're saying, "Okay, thank you for giving us that. Now we're going to send you a package that will tell you all about, um, you know, the the value and why it's so important to get to to buy our products." And what they will send you is what is known as a shock and awe package. It will it will come to you, and it might have a DVD inside. It'll have you know a, some nice sales piece, you know, like what you're seeing here. It'll be a nice package that will arrive, and it will actually. And when you take a look at that package, you go, "Wow, this is expensive." Well, yeah, it's expensive. It might cost ten bucks, twenty bucks, maybe even more, you know, for them to mail this to you, but. In the, in the long run, in this grand scheme of things, their closing rate is high enough to more than justify, to more than qualify all the people that are sending this stuff. So, you know, if somebody's going to spend a couple thousand dollars with you, you know, then it's worth to go, it's worth putting together something like a shock and awe package. Uh, one of the best shock and awe packages that I've ever seen, and I would certainly encourage Go to um, go to my my blog, twoapmarketing.com. Go to this link. You know, write this down. Go there, and you will see what I consider to be one of the best promo mailers I've ever seen. And that and this was there was a company out of Germany <clears throat> that wanted to promote a, a, um, a uh, not a record company, but a uh, you know a, a music company that that pr produces for uh, artists, and they were promoting a particular artist. And they thought, well, you know, how do we how do we get the attention of DJs and music directors, you know, around the world uh, that will be different? And they sent out a package, a, a a an envelope. There was a cardboard envelope, and when you opened it up, inside was an was it, you opened it up, and it gave you directions to uh, un uh, to open the whole box up, and inside was 
a record, an orange record. <laughs> nice of them to pick orange. And it was an orange record. And they also said, OK, now download this app. And I'll put this record on, you know, onto this turntable that's on the inside of this, this envelope. And you can put the, and you put your uh, iPhone or your, smart, your smartphone on top of this. And the record starts playing music. And it was just this killer, killer shock and awe package. Now, I understand it was expensive. But go watch it, and you'll see how something like this becomes very, very powerful. Uh, and I've often used shock and awe packages when I've tried to go after, again, you know, like the guy that I was trying to get uh, you know, an appointment with, and I sent travel insurance or you know, sent a card. Uh, you know, if those hadn't worked, then I probably would have put together a shock and awe package. Because the potential, uh, because it would be worth it for me to spend some good money to, uh, to send something like that out, with the, because the potential for my sales are so great. So direct mail works. It really, really works. But you notice I've, 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 uh, I've, de I've described it in a way that probably most people don't think about. You know, they, most people think, OK, direct mail, but they think about it in the same terms as email. Like, like how do we do a big mailing so that we get you know, response from our big mailing? And they say, oh, but direct mail is expensive. If I want to send out 5,000 letters, I want to send out. And I say, yeah, you're right. It is. And uh, you better be good at it if you're going to send big, big quantities. And of course, if you look in your mailbox, you know, we get catalogs in our mailbox. You know, we get uh, all kinds of different offers in our mailbox. Not as many as we used to, maybe. But the catalogs still work, right? And, and if you will notice, I'm sure. A lot of you have received email, um, uh, direct mail pieces from from who? From Google, or from Yahoo, or you know, or other online from Amazon. You know, from other online companies because they know direct mail works. So use direct mail. Uh, use it creatively. Uh, you can you can just you, you can blow up your your sales by using these. You know, like I say, to you know, in my opinion, direct mail is the next best thing uh, to face-to-face. -face. Now, you know, face-to-face -face is obviously the best thing, but then the next best thing is direct mail. So, okay, so uh, don't, I don't see any questions or comments yet. Um, but uh, what questions do you have, or what comments do you have uh, about direct mail that I can I can uh, answer for you? Right. You know, I'll give you and and while uh, while we're waiting waiting for that, I will tell you uh, that upcoming for uh, next month, um, we're going to be talking about avatars. Now, this is this is a <clears throat> marketing tool that a lot of very very top um, high paid copywriters, uh, the the top marketers uh, in in the country, people who really really um, are paid big big bucks. To write sales letters and put together uh, copy um, for for companies, uh, and this is a tool that al almost every single one of them uses, and you almost never hear about it in most marketing discussions. Is is uh, you is creating avatars for your business, and so we're going to talk about that on July 31st. Uh, same you know bat time, same bat channel. Um, you can go to imtsattendeewebinars.com. Uh, uh, and sign up for that right now. But um, gee, no questions. So I guess we are we are good to go. Um, you know, we're 
45 minutes, hey, that's good. So we got, we got done a little bit earlier today and since there are no questions. But obviously, if you do have any questions afterwards, uh, feel free to uh, fire them off to me, uh, and uh, I'll be happy to answer them for you. Uh, you can even see, if you want, even want to see some of the examples of some of the greeting cards, you know, just send me your send me your address, and I'll be happy to send something to you so you can see what I was talking about. Uh, you can even see that one that I sent to that we sent to Joe Edwards and everybody. I'm happy to do that. So, so um, Rochelle, I, I assume you're gone. I mean, you're there somewhere. Thank you. Uh, and uh, let's see. Thanks again. This is Kelly, my daughter. Played in the NCAA's last month and played great. Played great. Came in 39th out of 126 of the top players in, in the country and actually ended up beating 12 of the top 100 players in the world. Uh, so she had herself quite, quite a day. Daddy's really proud. Steve Miller, better known as Kelly's dad. Thanks for joining me today. Hope to see you again on another webinar in the future. See you on the internet.